welcome to the Page Edit Podcast, an open conversation about life in New York, marriage, and avoiding eye contact with people on elevators. We're your hosts, Nathan and Anna Page. Happy Monday morning, Page Edit Podcast familia. La familia. Ooh, feeling spicy for a Monday. Vin Diesel. We had such a good weekend. Um, that was nice. It was glorious. It's really funny to, which, speaking of which, we're celebrating seven months of living in New York yeah. City. Yeah. The first three of which were so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back on it, I know we kind of walked through the process like on the podcast and on the internet, but golly, looking back, I'm like, I was in survival mode. Yeah, probably more than we realized at the time, but it, it was definitely a lot, <laughs> a lot of change. You starting full-time with blogging, like a lot of different things coming at us, so. Yeah, we had a a moment yesterday where we went to Seaport, which is a neighborhood that's right down by us. It's at the water. It's so pretty. And we came back up, and yesterday we spent some time with our friends. We got a lot of content, which I'm now terrified to do because of the Instagram handle influencers in the wild. That's a different topic for a different (laughs) time. So we got up super early yesterday. Had the, I mean, literally the best day. And after being out all day, we got home. It was just very full. And I had a moment where I remembered one of the first times you and I went down to explore Seaport a little bit. Mm -hmm. And we came back home afterwards. We had just moved here. And it was such a fun day. But I remember having that feeling of wishing we had people to share it with. Right. And we even were chatting this morning about how when we first moved here, it was so great that we had so many friends and family come visit us because we were not lonely. I was so hesitant to use that word because I didn't want to become fixated on that. Mm-hmm. But I just had a moment last night where I was so grateful that we have made friends, people that we both get along with so well. Yeah. And it's it's been a game changer. And I think a lot of that has allowed us to see ourselves living here. Absolutely. For a little bit longer. And it was hard to kind of, I think we talked about this in a previous podcast, but like when you come back home or when you talk to people who are like still in your life, but not in the same context as you, it's really hard to explain to them like how much is changing in a short amount of time for you because really, I mean, you know, when you're in a different place, you're having to ask yourself a lot of questions when you're introducing yourself to people, you're having to just um, constantly remember, you know, who you are and be firm in that. And it's something that like when you're around a bunch of people that you're comfortable with, you've like grown up with, you've been with for a long time, you don't really have to ask that question to yourself ever. You don't have to like, you have this sense of like comfort, the sense of like these people know what to expect from me. Um, But when you go back to be around new people again, that's something you really only experience like in college or if you change schools or if you move. Um, And so it's like kind of, you know, later in life to go through that again has, I think, forced both of us to kind of like re-ask those questions and it hasn't like changed our identity but it's like uh forced us to you know embrace that more and be more intentional with that so that we know like what are we um you know what what do we want to people to think of us and not in terms of like oh are we you know we're worried about what people think but um really you know making sure that our identity is is what's coming through and that we're being ourselves around these people you know yeah Um, so it's it's been like interesting to kind of have that dynamic and um feel that again in a way that I haven't felt in a long time, but uh, you, it's hard to express that to somebody when they're like, you know, you're coming back and it's an old context or they're coming to see you here and it's like a vacation, stuff like that. And they're like, how is it? And you're like, good. Good. And you're like, have you made friends? And you're like, well, <laughs> <laughs> now we can confidently no. say yes. Yeah. 
Um, really, really thankful for that. And it has been such a game changer. We have been here for seven months. Yeah. And we're halfway through our lease. And yeah. when we were first moving here, we were like, it might just be a year. Heck no. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you... Can you see us leaving in, in seven months from now? Uh, no, I couldn't. There's no way. Yeah. There's so much left as far as like what we want to accomplish here and what we're, you know, if, as far as like exploring more of the city too, if you want to look at it that way. But most of it, it's like it really has felt like home. The lifestyle has felt natural. Yes. Um, the people we've met have felt uh, like we've known them for years. And so that's been kind of the stuff that uh, has stood out. And to be honest, for probably the first time, maybe a month ago, I, well, I had ridden the train before by myself, gone on the subway by myself before. But I went out, I had an appointment, I took the, because normally I like take a car, because <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and I took the subway there. Also, I will say, wearing, I was wearing like a hat and sunglasses and not being able to make direct eye contact with any of the loonies out there really helps. Yeah. But I took the subway by myself and I went and ran some errands. I had an appointment. I stayed in like one part of town by myself, came back. I had a whole day and it was the <laughs> first time and we've been here since July, and this was in January, <laughs> that I was like, okay, I can do this. But that's also very much my personality. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm a Enneagram 6, if that means anything to you. So I'm like a little bit scared of things. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I had that moment, I was like, okay, like this is turning into like my New York. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's, it makes sense. Like I felt like settled in here almost right away, which is a lot like my personality, but mm -hmm. I think it's it's forced me, of course, like, again, like, going back to the, I'm an Enneagram 7, like, it's forced me to ask a lot of, like, internal questions, and mm -hmm. for you, it was, like, how you interacted externally with everything, and so I think we've both... I think I had a, a, a slight identity crisis when we moved. Making friends was hard for me. Yeah. Because yeah. I am a, I'm a quality over quantity type of person, so... Mm -hmm. I'm not good with surf surface level friendships. To me, it's like I would rather have three really, really close girlfriends than like 10 average type of friendships. Right. That's just my Where vibe. Where you talk about anything real. It's just kind of, which again, some of those friendships happen. It's like proximity friends is what we, you and I always called it. Yes. You don't ever really talk about anything like important you know you, that's not somebody you call when you're going through something. Right and I think I was beating myself up because I I don't know what I expected, but my expectations were pretty off when we moved as far as how my friendships would play out. Um, but I think they were they were kind of whack, but they ended up being great and it's good now, but that was really, really hard at first. Yeah. Um, so I need to take a moment. It's been a week. Yeah. I've been a nut this week. <laughs> I, I know I you need to choose your that. words wisely. I just want to, I just want as my wife, I just want to let you know that I agree with what you're saying. <laughs> so take that. I'm so the person sorry. you're talking about, yes, I, was acting crazy. This week. I was, I was loony, like I was eating everything in sight. I'm PMSing so hard right now. Um, so it has been a week, and when I have weeks like that anything on Instagram is like triggering to me. <laughs> and so there was one day where I told the story last, I think it was on the podcast last week, right? About yeah. the $5 loaf of bread. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, listen to last week's episode. Um, I was telling that story. It really was like lighthearted. It was not a big deal. No one took it as anything, but there's always 
one person on the internet who has something to say or who wants to like spin something a really negative way. And you're like, why do you do that? So I got a message from someone and she was like, this is so mean girl, like blah, blah, blah. Basically what she did is she put a mean girl narrative on, into my story that actually was never there and no one else saw that. But <clears throat> she did that right. on her own merit. Is that a term? Uh, of her own volition. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> she did that and <laughs> put the narrative in there. Yeah. Um, and I responded back to her. She sent me, she announced her departure from my Instagram. She said, I am, I, this is so mean, girl. Most people can't even afford to go to New York and you're bragging about living there. And I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, not the intention at all. That's not what happened. Yeah. But she unfollowed me before I even responded. And that was a different situation in its own. And honestly, if I hadn't been PMSing so hard, I probably wouldn't have even taken offense. Because most of the time when I get messages like that, I just like try to diffuse them. I'm like, okay, we're not doing this. I don't want to fight with people on the internet. That's not my kind of party. Yeah. So it got me thinking, though, that she unfollowed me before I could even respond. And I have had some really good conversations, hard conversations with people. If they disagree with me, they will sometimes let me know and we'll have a conversation about it and I'll try to tell them my perspective and they'll tell me theirs and then it's like okay I'm I'm glad we could talk about this yeah. and they still follow me yeah and it's fine and it's good and I didn't feel thanks stop no I know I feel the same way you got to stop um and and we have good adult conversations right. But it frustrated me. Well, and lots of times those people respond and say, like, thank you for explaining or thank you for, like, letting me know that. You know, they, they, like, appreciate the fact that you're willing to, like, kind of push back a little bit. And usually they understand where you're coming from. Right. And my biggest frustration, and this is what was so thought-provoking about this whole situation, is that, and I responded to her and said this. <clears throat> I said, it's such a bummer that you unfollowed me before you even gave me a chance to respond and defend myself and maybe shed a different perspective and tell you where I was coming from. I hope you don't do that to people in real life. Yeah. She don't like that. But <laughs> it's so true though, because yeah. I it got me thinking about how much we have this unfollow culture where the intentions of this unfollow culture are really good. We're told to like Marie Kondo everything, like you were saying earlier, good vibes only. Um, But I think if we have too much of that mentality, it causes us to unfollow anything that could be like anything that makes us feel uncomfortable, anything that challenges us, anything that we don't like, we feel like we're immediately able to get it out of our our vicinity and just to stay happy. Off of our feed. And we're fragile little yeah. creatures because of it. Right. In my humble opinion. <laughs> well, I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, even a conversation we were having a while back, I I kind of basically expressed to you something that like had bothered me or annoyed me. I actually don't even remember what it was, but you said back to me, you're like, you can't say something like that and then not expect me to respond, even if I'm upset in the moment and you're right. Um, or like vice versa. I'm pretty sure I didn't say that you were right. No, but like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I think that's the, I guess the, the, the whole point of that was like, you can't just like say things and then not expect somebody to have some sort of response. But that's almost the way that like internet culture and unfollow culture and all that stuff, like the good vibes only thing. It's like people want to say something and act like there's no 
comment button on it. And like basically, if you do comment back, then it's an unfollow. Or um, in this case, like you just say what you're thinking and then you unfollow and don't expect any sort of discourse because mm -hmm. it's like, there you go. I told you what I think. I know I'm right. I feel this way, so it must be the only thing that I... And then you, you leave because you don't want to hear a response or you just want it to be heard and left alone. Right. It's like walking up to someone in the street and yelling something at them and then walking away yep. and being mad if they respond. It's yeah. like, well, what do you expect? So, And it's so easy to do on the internet too, but I also I would just like as a PSA, if you're following someone on Instagram and they do something that makes you mad, you are not helping them by announcing your departure. It's not like it doesn't do anything yeah. because most of the time and and don't get me wrong like there are people that I have to unfollow on Instagram sometimes and I know it's not their fault. It is 100% my mental space and where I'm at. It's just what I have to do. But I'm not going to go to them because of where I'm at and say you shouldn't be posting your ab workouts because I feel bad about myself. But it just ends that you shouldn't be posting your ab workouts. You're you're making people feel bad and you're you're doing this 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 and this. I'm unfollowing you. Yeah. Like, because really, like, it should be more of, like, a self-check. And if you need to unfollow them, unfollow them. But announcing your departure is probably probably not going to help. Right. Well, it's a lot like, I mean, to your point of, like, how this translates to real life, it's a lot like how people should think about confronting someone in their life. Like, if I'm confronting a friend, I have to ask myself, you know, is this because there's something going on with me and me confronting them will just make me feel better? Or is it because I'm genuinely concerned for them and mm -hmm. I need to say something out of love that I think will help them? Mm -hmm. And that's really the two differences. And like, that's what people need to ask themselves when they're interacting with people on the internet too. Like, are you unfollowing somebody just because you don't like their content, which by the way, you can completely do. Um, or are you unfollowing them because some, there's something going on with you and they trigger an insecurity, they trigger something that's happened in your life. They don't know it. They're not doing it intentionally. Um, you know, you have to kind of differentiate those things. And that's really important. And also, like, I, since you said that thing to me when we were kind of having that argument, we were legitimately, like, in a fight. I think it kind of became a bigger fight than either of us expected. Most likely knowing us, it did. <laughs> but when you said it to me, since then, I've been thinking a lot about, like, when I'm prepared to call somebody out for something, am I prepared for their response? Yes, that's so good. And I think so the unfollow culture we prepare to say something and we do not prepare for a response because we, we think that hitting the send button is the end of the conversation. Right. But it is not. It's, you're starting something. You're starting that. something and you should be ready for the response. Mm -hmm. um, not in a way that you're trying to be combative, but in a way of like, be prepared. By the way, if you pour soup in somebody's lap, they might jump up and say something. <laughs> like, Absolutely. And a lot of times when you do that to somebody online, they are not thinking about you. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes that's a problem, by the way, mm -hmm. like you're bringing awareness to something, which goes back to the intention behind it. But sometimes they're not aware because they're worried about their own problems because um, right. everybody has those. Right. So just some things that, that we've been thinking about and in, in our life and online. Something that starts on the Internet. The problem is that eventually that kind of behavior, you know, rolls over into your everyday life and that affects how you that's not how you treat people in yeah. your everyday life. That's not how you communicate with people. So as much as the internet is such a weird beast right now, it you have to be so careful. You have to treat the people you talk to as people. And those are relationships. Like I had a, I had a follower of mine. It feels weird to be like, we need followers. But I had someone come up to me in at, on Black Friday at the J. Crew outlet, and she said, I'm Adrian. 
literally I knew exactly who she was. I could see her profile picture. I could tell yeah. you her handle. I knew exactly who she was. And I don't have that many followers, but out of 45,000 people, she said, I'm Adrian. And I knew who she was because of the conversations and the relationship I feel like we have. Yeah. And by the way, her and I have had some like really cool conversations where, you know, she said something, I've said something back and like, not that we had any arguments or anything, but we've had really cool conversations about yeah. different, different topics. Um, and so that you just have to remember that these are relationships that you are having with people. Right. And it's an opportunity to have cool relationships with people. When I remember one specifically, and then we can kind of move on from the subject, but I remember specifically one time somebody sent something that was like pretty aggressive to you and you responded back and they said, you know what? Yeah, I think I was kind of in a bad place when I sent this, sorry. I and like, I respect that more than anything in yeah. the world. And I would say like all of this conversation should not lead anybody who's listening to be like, well, geez, I'm never gonna message Anna. No. But it's like message, but be ready for a dialogue. Right. Be ready for a discourse about it. But also, like, thing. if you're a troll, I'm not about to fight you. <laughs> also, if you're a troll, like, let's talk, because I've never met a troll, like, in real life. <laughs> I've only, oh, the internet troll. I've only oh, okay. seen the ones under the bridges. <laughs> I'm fascinated. Um, P.S. This is just a an insight into living into New York. I just got a notification on my phone that says, glass thrown during group fight at Fulton Street Station. <laughs> Fantastic. I don't feel uneasy at all. In uh, fact, this morning I woke up, and this is, by the way, an app called the Citizen app. And it only works, I think they only have it in major cities. I know they yeah. have it in like San Francisco, maybe LA, New York. Yeah. So they do it by location. So you can't even download it and like observe if you don't live here. So, um, oh wow, there was a person stabbed at Fulton Street. Gosh. But I woke up this morning saying that, oh, a dog was stolen outside store. Oh, this is fun. Man assaulting bouncer. Large group fighting. But sometimes there's I like... I told you not these to are... download this app because I thought that it was going to make it to where you wouldn't even go outside. And like I mentioned before, I rode the subway for the first time by myself after six months living here. No, it really, it really has been fine. Um, it's more like, oh, I think it's like a healthy awareness. I think it yeah. hasn't been crippling for me at all. Yeah. But sometimes I do wake up like this morning and it was like at 1.30 a.m. there was a robbery at CVS, which is like right near us. I was like, cool. Nice. This is fun. Yeah. Well, it's like I was talking to a friend about it, like going back to, you know, the adjustment of being here. But you just tend to become more aware of what's going on around you. And it's not like a paranoia thing, but it is, oh wow. Sorry, Anna's pulling up the app and people will do like live footage because it's like a citizen app. It's like a citizen based feed. Um, and so people are like showing the group fight, which I, I pictured being more like, you know, a no, mosh like pit. legit a person was stabbed. Oh my gosh. There's like blood. And oh. I don't, I don't, okay, I should clarify too. I don't want to sound insensitive to any no, of this. Yes, a, a lot of this stuff is very serious stuff. and I hate that it happens here. Um, you have to take everything with a grain of salt because not all of it is confirmed. This was, but sometimes it's also like there's a crazy man, like, um, what was the one the other day? Like, like throwing unconfirmed liquids oh, yeah, onto acid. people. People, they called it acid, right? Acid? Yeah, oh, he was like was spewing. Spewing what people think is acid. Yeah, like, so just stuff, or people. like there's a man, wielding a knife in Wendy's and yeah. you're like 
what is happening in our world? And they're like, like everything, anything that could be man exposing himself on Broadway. And you're like, Oh boy. So So I don't, I happen to get like a very serious one when I brought that up, but Um, a lot of it's really kind of entertaining. And sometimes there's like a woman yelling on the corner and everyone in the neighborhood's like, Oh, that's Frenchie. Sweet, sweet Frenchie. Don't mind her. (laughs) Running her all the time at Chick-fil-A, but it's, uh, it's just um, another thing. Like it's kind of different lifestyle-wise. You do have to be For aware. Sure. You have to you have to think about things a little more. You have to kind of like be paying attention. A lot of times when I'm walking banks late at night, I don't bring my headphones because I want to be like aware. Street smarts, baby. Yeah, they're so. real. Street smarts. That's <laughs> <laughs> a John Mulaney Bitten binder. But uh, it's a. Uh, yeah, it's different, and that citizen app. Yeah, we we don't want to be insensitive to the actual crimes that Absolutely happen there. Absolutely not. But it is. Yeah, it's it both is enlightening, um, frightening, and then occasionally entertaining yeah. when you see Frenchie on there. But absolutely, yeah, definitely different lifestyle. So on a lighter note, Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah, and I ruined it already. I ruined it like <laughs> you three go weeks into that? early. Yeah, let's jump right into it. I'm okay. not scared. I'm not scared. Okay. People know about our present habits because of <laughs> a few podcasts ago. Yes, but, which if you remember, Nathan and I, and this was probably three episodes ago, we yeah, talked about how how we were going to be better with Christmas presents. We weren't going to buy our own. Presents in general. Oh, yeah, like anniversary, anything like that. We weren't going to buy our own presents. We weren't going to give like these lengthy lists and be like, I want you to get me this one specific thing. We're going to be better about it. We're going to actually surprise each other. Yeah. I wanted to get you stuff that like I thought you wanted, not that you sent me in a color-coded spreadsheet via email. It wasn't email. color-coded and it wasn't a spreadsheet. It was a Google Doc. <laughs> Anyways, you get the point. The we wanted to be better about it. because I linked the exact item. <laughs> okay. So I get home from a trip from Atlanta mm-hmm. in January, and I walked into our beautiful apartment, and it was clean because he's a smart man. He was cooking me brunch and there was a Dior bag sitting on the chair yeah so naturally I have my priorities in order so we ate first yeah I'll let you carry so as we're sitting there eating in my mind for some reason like because the the thing I had gotten her we went into the store together and she tried them on and I was like okay like you know we've both seen this and for some reason it stuck in my head like when she walked in I was like yeah you can open it if you want to and since I knew that she had already seen them and tried them on, and since I told her she could open them, in my mind I was like, oh, she's opened them, she knows what it is. But in my defense, not in my defense, but when we had gone to the store, we looked at several things. Sure, well, yeah, <laughs> of course, it's obviously, Anna. Obviously, it's Dior. So I obviously didn't know what you it could be. didn't know what it could be. So I, I don't know why, but like as I'm, I, some interesting things had happened as it, you know, I ran, we ran into... I ran into somebody at there that had helped us previously, mm-hmm. um, and then they helped me. They were so helpful, like they got it all right away. I had to walk through, because I decided on the rainiest day of the year I wanted to like walk back from Soho, and it was like a 30-minute walk in the rain with tons of wind. So there were like stories to be told. You know? And we're sitting down eating. I had yeah. not opened the gift yet. Yeah, so I had just gotten in this mindset of like, she knows what it is. I'm free to just tell her whatever story. So I just start telling the story about how I, you know, took the train. I think something funny had happened on the train. Oh, yeah, it was, I had gotten on the train, and it was, like, the last stop downtown on the train I had gotten on. And multiple, multiple people go onto this train that's been sitting there at the final stop. They look at the track of the train, which says, end of the line, where we were. <laughs> and they're going, is this going uptown? Is this train going uptown? And I, my, the only thought I could have is, like, 
yeah, there's nowhere else to go. Like, <laughs> literally, we are at the end of the line downtown. So, yes, we are going up. Um, but anyways, so I was telling her all these stories. I thought I was hilarious. And then I go, oh, and then she goes, oh, size 41? Yeah, I know exactly what you need. And she goes and gets it. And so I'm, like, telling her this story about And I basically just tell her what she got. I and I just give him this it. look of, like, did you just, oh, so is it? I'm getting sandals. So is it shoes? And he looks like, <laughs> I wish I'd taken a picture, but that would have been mean. Yeah. But his, yeah. the look on his face was like someone told him early that Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's yeah. dad. Is that the right That's reference? That's nice. Wow. wow. Proud of you. Good job. So you that watched? was honestly the look on his face. Yeah. Like, oh. I basically did like... In, there's a cold open in the office where like Jim makes Dwight punch himself in the nuts. I feel like that's like <laughs> what I had basically done. <laughs> and I was like, so is it the shoes? And he was like, oh my God. <laughs> you haven't opened them yet. So. <laughs> and it was the shoes. So I ruined yet another gifting experience. You either ruin it for me or you ruin it for yourself. Yeah. It's always one or the other. Yeah. Wow. And here we are. Your birthday is next, but you already got your own birthday gift, didn't you? You, you gave me the okay on that one. I got a painter jacket. You said that what, was What, was I going to steal your hopes and dreams? No. Well, yeah, I guess I did kind of hint a lot. Like, this is really cool. I, I really love what they're doing. This. Oh, look at this. Look what they're also, saying. Also, I would have had to wake up at 3 a.m. to get said jacket. So yeah. I was like, that's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so he got it for himself. Anyways, he ruined it. But it's going to be great. We're actually, for the first time, spending... Valentine's Day with other people. Yeah, it's going to be nice. We're going to dinner with some of our friends, and then Nathan and I's tradition is to order pizza. I bring some uh, cheesy Valentine's Day chocolates, and... Uh, I live for that box of chocolates. Oh, yeah. The heart live shape, for it. And then flowers, and uh, what else? Coke. Coke. Probably yep. Prosecco. Yeah. It's and just wonderful. stay in. I'm uh-huh. really excited. It's going to be a blast. So we are very much... Looking forward to that. It's gonna be great. You know, we've we've ruined Valentine's Day, we've ruined Christmas, we ruined my birthday. <laughs> Next stop, Easter. Probably. Okay. Did he rise? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh gosh. No, that's wow. That's uh. Yep. Wow. Spoiler alert. He did. He did. There, there's not really ruining that holiday. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like I really have. This has gone downhill in a, in a Pull heretical... Up. Pull up! Heretical? Heretical, nice. Thank you. Wow, I haven't really done this podcast. <sighs> I'm not, I promise. And on that note, speaking of feeling dumb, how about the TikTokers? What are the youths What are the, the youths, youths saying? saying? Sincerely, your favorite boomer. With their uh, VR helmets and their, uh, you know, uh, hoverboards and their ticking and talking. They're ticking and talking. So one that, um, we talked about your nephew last podcast, the 18-year-old who makes, or 19-year-old now, who makes me feel old. Shout out, Brett. Brett. He goes by oh. Brett. His name is Breton. Brett. That's what he was named at birth, but yeah. he's too cool for that, so he goes by Brett. Also, he's a model. It. Legit model with an agency. Also, he's single. I don't know why I'm giving a plug for Brett right now, but I'll throw out his ad yeah, if on. anyone's interested. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Wow. So we were riding in the car again, and he said, uh, he said, no cap. And I was taken back because I said, didn't know what that meant. What? I said, uh, no cap. And I thought I knew what it meant, but I also wasn't sure, and I didn't want to pretend like I knew because there's nothing worse than that. Yeah, you do that a lot. No, I do? Mm-hmm. Wow. 
I, honestly, there are times where, like, I think I know things, but I also forget a lot of things. You do. And so <laughs> I, I'm pretty honest with people. It probably sounds like I'm faking it, but I'm like, I, I think I remember that, but I honestly won't remember until you tell me. Because <laughs> you, know you, you know what I mean? Like, you'll, people start talking about something, and you're like, oh, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's called jogging your memory. Yes, that's it. Jogging your memory. And Joggers. So, um, anyways, so he said no cap, and I was like, uh, okay, so slow down for me. And explain what that means. What you think? What? Because I know. What do, you, what do you think that means? Is what I said. <laughs> but he goes, no cap. It's like uh, a word. Like when somebody says something. Like if I were to go, hey, Dumbo Taco is giving away tacos for life. You might respond, a word. Like, oh, are you for real? Oh, really? Like you're just kind of confirming. And I would go, yeah. But you could say instead, no cap. And for those who may not know, cap refers to like a salary cap in professional sports. Like basketball, you can only have so much money on your books for salaries. Otherwise, you could just like buy every good player. One baseball, there is no salary cap. So you could literally have no cap on how much money you're spending. So it's kind of like a play on that. You would say no cap, like a word, like like unlimited potential. <laughs> I don't know how to make it sound like... That's effective, like we did last <laughs> week. But if I really want to break it down and make like, it this oh, really? uncool sound, like, oh, really? Like, is that too good to be true? Yes. There you go. <laughs> Count on Does me. Does that have unlimited potential? <laughs> Are you able to maximize your assets? Like, all of those things, if you want to say that, like, oh, Taco Dumbo's giving away free tacos, you would say? No cap? No cap, my man. Girl. <laughs> my girl. <laughs> Not man. Thank you. But yeah. So that's one that the kids are saying. I struggle to use it in real life. Sometimes I throw it out there when someone else says slaps because then it feels like we are both 17. It sounds stupid. It's tough. You know, not all of them are bangers. Um, not all of them slap. But uh, we're going to keep bringing to you what the children are saying and misusing it and misappropriating it. So. But we're going to try. We're going to try. We're going to try to stay hip and stay cool. Absolutely, and you guys can too, right there along with us. Yes, but what you cannot do is sing jazz music. <laughs> That's true. Anna's been trying to sing jazz music lately. Have you ever tried to sing it's jazz music? so fun. You can't. It's tough, but I encourage everybody to try. <laughs> it's You cannot do it, but it's fun. <laughs> you can hum it kind of right like, but i'm saying noises. sing <laughs> i really feel like on that note we nice. should wrap it up okay um there's anything crazy going on this week on the blog i have a recap up of our europe trip from last year nice so just a year late but that's okay um, that will go up this week as well as, ooh, that really cute outfit that we shot. Nice. The other day. Yeah. Some trips cold weather. Nice. Um, and I'm also working on a denim edit, so hopefully that will all go up. And then my, um, my like water shoe post is coming up. So it's like five <laughs> of my favorite water shoes <laughs> for you guys. Your voice just cracked. Yeah. Okay. I've it's had that cause... problem since I was like you know, a fetus. Like it's my because voice you are lying. He's not doing a water shoe roundup. I mean, unless the people want that. Is that one of my tells that my voice cracks when I'm lying? I think that's pretty common. Okay. 
Mine doesn't because I'm a stone cold. You're a stone cold liar? <laughs> Dope, Just <Anna>. generally <laughs> stone cold. This is oh. seriously going downhill. You guys are the best. Yeah. If you like what you're getting into your ears today. Subscribe, comment, rate, review. Hit that little bell icon in whatever app you're using to listen to us. Unless it's bad, then I don't want to know. <laughs> well, you can send them to me. Yeah, that's fine. Nice. I hope you guys have a fantastic week. <laughs> and until next week, bye. bye.